Hello and welcome to MiceCast with your host Greg, Mike, and Shaft. Hello. You know, it is kind of nice to hear that music again. I haven't heard it in a long time, especially hey, with your your, your silvery, silvery <laughs> pipes, you know, Thanks. introducing everything. <laughs> Oh, what was that? <laughs> That's Richard, I think, imitating someone kissing someone's ass. That's right. Well, you know, if we can't be friends, then F you, yeah. you know? <laughs> How's the line from uh, Heartbreak Ridge go? Just because we're holding hands. Yeah. Doesn't mean- <laughs> doesn't mean- we're going to be taking showers. <laughs> we'll be swapping, spitting the showers. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, Richard actually had something on his mind and then i guess when we all started talking then other things started popping up so, yeah well i don't know if because you know with our as you mentioned our history of a holiday show i don't know if we can uh, I mean, we can always fill time but we usually do it with video live, because yeah. there, there's there's something to see lights camera action you know um in this case it's all gonna be talk and i haven't been to the parks in a while so it's gonna what hard August? to be was it that well yeah Prior to that, a few years, I think. Sure. So, I haven't been to Florida since '09, so I can't really, you know, speak to a lot of what's going on there. Uh, other than I would like to talk about the stupid changes coming to Epcot. Um, yeah. I mean, I mean, if you know, maybe it's not stupid, but they're stupid to you. It, I yeah, find they're it stupid. somewhat. I find it somewhat interesting um, and curious, I guess, um, more than anything. And then when I see some of the um, the people that have totally swallowed the Disney pill trying to spin it, it cracks me up because some of those people will never say a negative thing. No, they're 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 you talking about ass kiss and they're good. Their their nose is so far up Disney's ass. They're trying to do everything they can to keep on the the bright side of Disney cheer and magic. So well, they still want to get those free pest pat. Press exactly. passes when you know yeah, yeah. Disney has a that, or they're the ones reviewing movies that keep wanting to get their free uh, screeners and, or maybe now early access to a stream. I don't know uh, what they're doing now with uh, some of those things, but um, yeah. And then we could, I'd like to quickly revisit Disney Plus since we just talked about it in the last episode. So we got a few things to kind of cram in here. So should we just start with uh, Christmas? Yeah, uh, sure. Good, All right, there's no Christmas in uh, Star Wars Land, so who gives a shit? Let's move on. Well, now hang on, <laughs> hang on. While we were talking, while you guys are talking, you did some research. I, I, uh, it's I, against the rules. It's not right, research. You. It's a quick googly search because I could have sworn some fan out there organized a Life Day celebration at Disneyland's Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Life Day, referring to, of course, the day that was. The centerpiece of the Star Wars Holiday Special, which aired, you know, 1978. Like, so a year after, I guess a year and a half after Star Wars hit yeah. the silver screen, you know, in, a, in their haste to catch up and grab more money, they came up with this holiday special, which I suppose, or according to legend, George Lucas hates so much, he's tried to abolish all mention of it, and you can't find it online anywhere. Yeah, but he, some... he he doesn't own it anymore. Correct. So, you know, boo-hoo to you, buddy. But apparently... That, that so... special, if I remember correctly, was on ABC, which is still owned by Disney, so... 
So it wasn't yeah. owned by them not, then. Not, not, then, but not now, back then, but you know, they would have had any but rights or. You know. but it's still a 20th Century Fox production, I'm sure, because. Which is owned oh, by oh, Disney. But it is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, guess again, but yeah, I, so um, some guy for November 17th. Uh, celebrate Live Day for the first time on the planet Batu in a wonderful fan orchestrated event. So, do you want to hear what the uh, the background is? As long as you know, let me get a puke bag or something right. ready. But well, you, so you've watched The Mandalorian, right? I have watched The Mandalorian. So the, ep- the very first that. episode, the uh, the blue dude who was a Saturday Night Live guy, by the way, mentioned no, really. li- mentioned Live Day. You know, been, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Hasn't done something since Life Day, right? So Life Day is now back in the canon. I'm air quoting here because of the Mandalorian. So according to this, these people, Life Day was a time-honored holiday observed by Wookies in their forest and home planet of Kashyyyk. It celebrated the values and tenets of Wookiee culture, who don red robes for the holiday, including family, joy, and harmony. Life Day celebrations evolved a feast and journey to the Tree of Life which represented the first seed and spark of life on the planet. Sad tree was decorated with crystalline life day orbs, and rituals were conducted around it. That's Christmas, right? Yeah, it sounds like it. Well, yeah. they're, they're celebrating creation of their wow. planet and life. Christmas is a slightly different celebration of, you know. Either way, someone, someone before we cracked the mics was arguing that life day is not necessarily about Christmas, and I was just trying to, you know. Yeah, well, it's, it was a way to spin a Christmas-like idea within the Star Wars universe at the time they created it. Okay, so... <laughs> Fair enough. Because yeah. you go around Epcot, right? And they say, well, we, we have... Well, they, they they like to be politically correct holiday. You, China doesn't celebrate Christmas, but they have other, uh, say, celebrations around that time that they can discuss, right? So every Morocco... Do they? Do they? You know, they, yeah, they, when you know on Christmas you can go around and you can um, so you listen to the the different stories. stories yes, but right. you know they have Santa Clauses at each Christian nation. Well, yeah, but that's because they're Christian nations. But, but I don't think Morocco Christmas. had. No, I don't think I don't think Moroccan had no, Santa. Nothing. Did they? No, nothing at all. I, nothing. Okay, because I Not know I Japan. went to. I thought Japan had some storytelling for you know some legend around. Yikes. Uh, December. I could be wrong, but I seem to remember something going on in China, you know, uh, for some, you know, Chinese winter festival or something like that. Uh, it's been 2009 since I've been there during the holidays or been there, period. So I can't perfectly speak to that, but that's well, what I'm I I'm looking it up because my brain is okay. fried too. But anyway, please, back, please, to, back please to, to this Life Day thing. So it was a fan fan organized event on the 17th. So fans wore red, made their own illuminated orbs, and even created their own songs. Oh my the god! The fans even had their own makeshift <laughs> life day parade to the Black Spire Outpost. Tobacco was obviously partaking in the festivities as well, joining the fun and activities throughout the fan organized event in Galaxy's Edge. Okay, th- a parade. Yeah. And and the park let this happen. Well, I mean, how big is Galaxy's Edge? Have a parade, but still. Well, I mean, if you down, see, down a, a, I'm, I'm going to air quote, you see 100 people at the Million Man March and <laughs> uh, through Bantu or Batween or Batau or whatever you say, I think that would be noticed by someone of authority and going, hey, what the what the F? You know, we we can't even say happy holidays in freaking Star Wars land. So 
what the what the hell? There are certain things that you know Disneyland does tolerate on on certain events, especially when they get notified. I mean, you got Dapper Days and you got uh, Gothic Days and and all those type of yeah, things. Yeah, but they're not par- they're not parading. No, but they you know how they say they will not they don't like having uh, organized photos uh, in front of the castle and everything. I mean, we've even d- done yes. during, uh, they have no problem uh, with that now you'd think. Yeah. I said, so, we, used, we used to do that at our, um, West Fest. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, you know, you're, you're talking probably about something very similar and they, and you got enough people that are organizing it. And as long as it stays, you know, in controlled situation and it's, you know, it's for just a very short period. Disney, you know, people are buying tickets. More power to them. I guess so. I don't. I, you know, I know, sometimes I like fandom. Sometimes I think it just goes too far. But who am I to, who am I to jump on someone's parade if they're having fun, right? Correct. Right. <laughs> Though if it was at my company, I think I'd be going, hey, maybe I need to do something that would, uh, I could sell this and uh, yeah, exactly make money yeah. for myself yeah. off of it. Yeah, really. You should see I mean, this video. If, they, if they're out oh there gosh. and they know they're doing this stuff and it's kind of within what you already do, just like they don't <clears throat> like adults to dress up except at the Halloween party, right, for for certain particular reasons, I would think that something like this might see a home a year or so down the line. Who knows? Yeah, I, you know, like the old days where we used to have special ticketed private party event type stuff, you know. Well, I don't mean for that. I mean they might just say, "Hey, we should incorporate this in there." Now, what I one of you guys said, well, Lucasfilm will not allow Christmas. No, no, be- Lucas George Lucas himself officially squashed the okay, Star Wars know, Christmas I'm, special. I, I'm saying f Lucas because he no longer owns the company. Somebody said that uh, that Lucasfilm will not allow holiday or christmas to be celebrated well, in their land well it's the, it's their land under the disney umbrella so somebody is higher than lucasfilm to say what goes on in that land I would well think. the the way quote air quoting here the way everything's been kind of handled on a lot of the stuff is okay yes everything's owned by disney you know end of story there but a lot of this stuff that's been going on with the uh, galaxy's edge stuff has been uh, under the auspice, you know, you, you usually see a lot of WDI. Okay, WDI is out there, but you also have a lot of Lucasfilm people out there that are making a lot of the calls on how things so, are well, handled. They're trying to control the narrative of their their, of uh, their universe. Area, yeah, of their particular area. So in a lot of respects, it's like, okay, you know, let's say Critter Country has a lot of stuff with Song of the South. Okay, if Song of the South was actually owned by a different part of disney that part of disney would be coming in trying to control how critter country is going to be handled okay. i know you i know you can't answer this but i know you might try in avatar land is there a bunch of cameron guys running around making sure that everything is done according to cameron's wishes i have no idea probably not yeah, yeah, that's kind of what I'm getting at. And I'm sure we could find some other things that were non-Disney. Well, okay. Do you see a lot of uh, Lucasfilm wandering around Star Tours? No, not around Star Tours. Yeah, but no. does Star Tours change on the regular? Well, does does uh, Star Wars land, now that it's open, is it anything changing? It's, it's just, you know, 
it, it's running. It's it's up. It's operated. It's open. Um, well, it, you know, it's what we've talked about in the past, and I've made the comment is, to me, it's my personal thought. It's a little bothersome because it's still being handled like it's a separate park rather than just in addition to Disneyland. Yeah, we've talked about that. People people even post online that the Star Wars park is not doing well. It's not a fucking park, okay? It's a yeah. land within a park. It's a land. <laughs> it, it's, it's a really, land that currently has one attraction, a restaurant, and stores in it that will have another attraction in January. I suspect yeah. that when that attraction opens, the crowds will go because it, it doesn't look like it's a high-capacity with all the immersion they're talking about, I don't know how, how high a capacity it could be. Do you know uh, what I'm saying? I, Long lines? My, my yeah. understanding is it's going to be, uh, as far as a people eater, it's going to be rivaling Pirates of the Caribbean. That's what I've been, it's been impressed upon me. Huh. Well, we'll see. I've yeah, finally, yeah. I've seen some advertisements for the one in Florida, but they're not mentioning um Disneyland yet, but they are mentioning the the Florida version of it. So other than that, though, the park, other than they, they've done some, I know, new, let's say, production, projections on castles. I've seen some photos here and there. Oh, before we go there, I should say I did see photos of the rainware for Star Wars Land. And I got to say, somewhat impressed. It looked like what, you know, they wore on the moon of Indoor when they were, oh, yeah. Yeah, you yeah. know, making their, their assault. And it was... Um, you know, it was good theming. Thought it worked pretty and, well. And it's it's heavy. It's you know, it's your heavy vinyl ponchos. Um, first few times I saw them, I thought it was guests that were wearing their own clothes because I'm still used to the cheap, clear plastic ponchos that you get to see everywhere in Disneyland. So, yeah, most impressive. It looks good, and I'm sure it's uh, much more impressive. functional. What? <laughs> most impressive. Yes, yeah, most impressive. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, uh, you know, yeah, new projections or newer projections on the castles, maybe changing a little bit. Uh, but the park is the park, right? Typical decorations, Christmas tree. They've got a, a procession. Anyway, by the way, the the candlelight procession. I yes. should mention here, and here's a swing over to Disney Plus. I was just cruising around looking for something to watch, um, and I found Disneyland. Across the seasons, or something like that. It was a ninth. It must have been December of, uh, or maybe, well, no, I'm trying to think of uh, of '65 because what was alive? He was talking. He had dedicated um, New Orleans Square. Okay. So I'm putting it. I, I don't know when did New Orleans Square uh, dedicate? Does anybody got it off the top of their head? No, I know the 60. pirates. I know the pirates opened January of '67. Right, but sometime in '66, before he croaked, yes, um, yes. they dedicated it and had the mayor of you know New Orleans and all that. So, anyways, they show the candlelight procession. So at the very beginning, when they're showing them up by Small World, and we have youth choirs from churches and schools around, you know, the the area. I'm thinking, I oh, wouldn't say that anymore. Then they got to the front. And they show. And the Living Christmas Tree, presented by Western High School's ba- uh, choir. And because uh, Karen went to Western High School, and she was up in, like, the top two or three, up to towards the top. And I mentioned, I said, I saw this. So I, I turned it back on, scrolled it over to her. She goes, oh, that is so cool. And, you know, and she could barely see her director guy. Because she, she was saying, this guy invented this thing. And she said he never copyrighted it or... Um, 
whatever. And supposedly the Mormon church has qualmed onto that and uh, copyrighted or That's whatever terrible. You would, for some similar version of the tree. And of course, now it's the Disneyland choir, I think. And you would never know that someone else started that at Disney, not Disney, because uh, like everything Disney, they they take it over and you never hear about where it came from. You know, they, they stomp past memories, you know, to death. Uh, so I just thought that was kind of cool. You can see that on Disney plus, and they were just showing different holiday stuff. They were showing new attractions. They, they were opening, they were showing stuff from pirate small world, uh, kind of like that one when he walks around, you know, with the, the hostess or the new, um, well, she, she was the new ambassador at the time. Ambassador, yeah. Yeah. It, it looked like it was portions of that plus holiday stuff. It was actually a decent, uh, decent version of the Wonderful World of Color, but it will show candlelight before Disney somewhat secularized it, even though they do still read the Christmas story and all that, which is still kind of nice. At least last time I saw it, they did. I, I'm guessing yeah, it's, 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 it's still the same show, and yeah, I still enjoy listening to it and watching it. I think Gary Sinise was the last one I saw uh, when I was there. But so, is there anything else worth, I mean, talking about holiday wise? I mean, it seems to be like they just keep churning out the same Christmas over and over and over. Well, if you want to, if you want to do a transition into Epcot, we can talk about. We can clarify what we're talking about Epcot in the holidays, and you want to talk about your sure, yeah, okay. changes. Well, yeah, okay, so. The last time I was actually, I believe, at the parks was at the holiday time. And I liked that all the different lands had the different traditions based on their country of origin. And we were discussing whether or not, was it, you said uh, Japan and Morocco didn't have anything. You didn't think China did. Decorations-wise, decorations-wise, yes. Yeah, and I seem to remember in the back of my head that China had some you know, storytelling about, you know, maybe a winter holiday or something, and you were going to look something up. Uh, I, I did. And what did you find, okay. Mr. Back Checker? So, Epcot International Festival of the Holidays. International Yuletide Extravaganza. They don't have all the details for their 11 World Showcase Nations, right? Okay. But if you look at some of the other subjects, you can kind of suss out what they're after. So, like their holiday cookie stroll. Their holiday cookie stroll... Uh, the cookies are in Germany, America, Canada, Mexico, and France. No United Kingdom? N- no UK. Oh. <clears throat> no Morocco, no Japan, no African outposts, none of that, right? <laughs> African outposts. They don't even count. That's not one of the 11. That, that doesn't count anymore. Yeah. So... Uh, then you go to the holiday, the, ball on that. the holiday kitchen, yeah. right? The kitchen, the, the the food you can eat, right? So um, let's see, Bavaria holiday kitchen, so Germany, uh, with some nice beer. Uh, American holiday table, turkey stuffing, hot, hot, ham. I, yep. I see, <laughs> turkey hot dogs. You know they're close. You know they're changing that kitchen, the the restaurant out, right? We'll get to no, that. We'll get, yeah, we'll get to that when they do when we talk about the Epcot reform. All right, so uh, Yukon holiday kitchen, Canada. Feast of the Three Kings, Mexico. Holiday sweets and treats we already talked about. Now, this is a current, this is like 2019 holiday schedule, right? For food. The actual, what they're going to do for the... For this year. Yes. For 2019 food. But the other things, you know, the come listen to Santa Claus talk, that stuff hasn't been uh, put out yet. 
and then the 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 Jewish stuff near France, and then regular the, holiday. The, the what stuff? The Jewish Lachaim holiday kitchen. Oh, okay. So there, there's like a Hanukkah. Uh, Propose a toast live, sing your teeth in the classic Jewish noshes with a side of New York flair, and it's uh, it's next to France, and then France has their own stuff. And then here's where it gets, here's what goes off the rails for me. Sapphire, okay. Sapphire Holiday Kitchen. Spice up your life with exotic flavors of North Africa. Visit the Morocco Pavilion for intriguing cuisine. So it's all regular Morocco stuff. You know, lamb, uh, the chicken and the curry, you know, all that stuff, right? Um, but then they have these warm beignets with cream. I wasn't offered warm beignets with cream last time I ate at Morocco. Did yep. you have chilled monkey brains? No, <laughs> chilled monkey brains. <laughs> no. But they have a cocktail that's called the poinsettia. Hmm, interesting. Uh, so then, uh, Tuscany, Italy, of course, Italy has their stuff, their normal Shanghai holiday kitchen. Have yourself a merry little meal. Tempt taste buds with popular plates and potables from the China pavilion. Egg rolls, bao buns, steamed rice, fortune cookie, right? Their beverages, their beer, a drink called the firework, which is tequila. And this is where this is China. This is China. That's what I thought you said. Okay. Well, what, who's to say the Chinese don't have some tequila hanging? Around? Uh, I don't know, but that's not a classic. China. <laughs> no, it's not. Okay. I, At I, least not not to my I knowledge. When I have a shot of tequila, is China. All right, then uh, the Shiwasu Holiday Kitchen in Japan, a New Year celebration boba. My daughter's in a boba. I just can't get past the the, the squishy balls. Um, <laughs> Is that like sweaty balls? No. <laughs> uh, let's see. And then they have, um, yeah, nothing especially Christmas except they have a sushi. They have a sushi here with a Christmas tree decoration on it, which just cracks me up. Sashimi grade tuna salmon ikura and yellowtail with vegetables decorated yeah. on a bed of rice. I'm, the Shirasi I'm sushi tree. I'm having ish- or uh, uh, visions of. One of the great holiday movies or Christmas movies, Die Hard. How's that? Why is every? Why it's a great holiday movie? Because, I, no, you know, no, I'm not disagreeing. But what what specific oh, thing are you? Uh, when 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 uh, his um, when the he, character first shows up, uh, he uh, you know this what the tom- tomato or tomako towers or something. Nakatomi uh, Tower, yes. Nakatomi Tower. He says, uh, you know, I didn't think the Japanese. Celebrated Christmas. He says, well, you know, we lost Pearl Harbor, but we got the tape recorders or something uh, something like that. He says, but, you know, we, we'll you got to kind of get... <laughs> we'll get you back yeah. with tape decks. And yeah. 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 But we got to get into the, you know, you know, get into the spirit to hear in America, something like that, you know. And I'm like, yeah, okay. So, <laughs> you know, I know we're trying to uh, celebrate old world. Um, right, maybe they Japan celebrate Christmas holidays, in Japan nowadays, but, you know, I have no idea. Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, all right, so then, so then the, the the Mexican pavilion has all kinds of stuff for the holidays, and then they have other stuff. Some of the all the uh, the snack carts. Yeah, there were there was stuff like that all over the place, and I couldn't even tell you if cookies were back there when the time I was there. I don't remember a lot of that because I was bouncing around to like to hear uh, Father Christmas over in United Kingdom. Uh, you know, I, I avoid the the procession they have over at uh, America, the candlelight, just well, because it's a zoo. You know, but I've used the candlelight to to score me some tickets to the or some dining reservations in the cellar. You know, 
How's that? Well, when you call up and say, hey, I want to make a reservation to eat in, in Les Saliers, right? And they say, oh, we're out of reservations. And you say, okay, I want I want a dinner package for uh, oh, yeah, yeah. for uh, the candlelight processional. Okay, two? Sure. <laughs> you know, they, have no, they have plenty of tables for that. And, of course, we'll eat. Oh, and, and, and then, you know, let's say the, the candlelight starts at 8. And your reservation's for 7.30. And they go, are you sure you're going to make it in time? We don't care. You yeah. Know, so. Right. Well, here's okay. So 2018. I don't know who put this out. Oh, it's called DisneyTouristBlog.com. Um, so Mexico had a mariachi cobre. I don't know. I don't speak Spanish. I'm sorry if I'm butchering that. And dancers. In California. How can you? Know? Okay. Go. You keep know. going. Hey, you know, I might as well be speaking Vietnamese. There's probably more Vietnamese around here than Spanish, right? I don't know. I could. There'd be a few languages what I would need to know outside English, but. Um, but I don't. I only know the bad words, so I won't say those. Uh, but they were um, so they had these dancers to celebrate the joy of the season. Performances that are more vibrant, and entertaining than they are educational. Norway storyteller uh, Sigrid uh, shares Norwegian Christmas traditions and lore about Julian, I think, the gnome. And then China lion dancers and the Chinese New Year. So okay, so they kind of move on to uh, Chinese New Year. Germany uh, used to be the home to Helga, but she's been replaced by Dirch and Dirch, a live band that fills the holiday marketplace near Germany. Italy was uh, holiday Italy's holiday witch. She really has a broom and everything. She tells stories of uh, infamy in uh, Italy, holiday lore, America, Hanukkah, and Kwanzaa. Okay, why wouldn't Kwanzaa be down at the... Um, I don't know enough about Kwanzaa, but why wouldn't it be down at the Africa joint down around the corner? But it says here Hanukkah and Kwanzaa presenters uh, an America's Christmas celebration. Japan is a story of O Shugatsu, a Japanese New Year. So they went right to New Year's, sort of like China did. So oh, that makes that's okay. Morocco but Chi- but was, Chinese New Year's in February. Uh, I'm just telling you what they got. Okay, right, we're not, fine. you know. Morocco was Sahara Beat, a lively Moroccan band, recreates the fun of street festivals and holidays across Morocco. France was Pierre Noel, who reads girls, little girls' letters, and <laughs> that sounds really bad, <laughs> and, tells, <laughs> and tells a French tradition, including kids leaving out their shoes for Christmas. Um, girls. United Kingdom, Father Christmas, shares uh, historical traditions of Christmas. And see, Canada was uh, the Canadian holiday Voyagers, which is a band which song with songs inspired by Canadian holiday customs. So they, there's something sort of holiday-ish at all the the lands. Maybe not what we think of Christmas, but there is something, you know, for their type of holiday that you might enjoy. I guess is one way to put it. So if we were to if we were to Americanize. Or westernize, right? Westernize. Then this is what we think would happen. Well, it's Chinese New Year at the wrong time of year. It's maybe Japanese New Year at the wrong time of year. I don't know what time of year they do their things, and they've got some festivals that Morocco celebrates. So it's kind of like we're going to use our Christmas to let the other countries celebrate whatever the hell they want. Yeah. Okay. Maybe what's the big thing? I mean, when you think of Chinese holidays, what do, I mean, Chinese New Year is a big thing, right? I've yes. actually never heard of Japanese New Year. No, nope. that's not, not been as big a thing as uh, Chinese New Year. 
um, a Morocco, you know, I don't know enough about um, that area of the, the world to know, you know, what they celebrate. I mean, there are Christian countries and influences over in that area, but obviously Morocco, I don't believe is one of them, but uh, you know, the Muslim tradition still goes back and has the same forefathers, and they, obviously they wouldn't have Christmas, even though Christ is in their teaching, uh, not in the way that we think of it. So, you know, there's, I guess, maybe some crossover there. I, I don't know. But I do remember the holidays being pretty cool at Epcot. I, I thought it was fun. That's what I remember. I, I, I always enjoyed my time there. Especially because the weather was, well, let's see, tolerable for the first <laughs> for the first couple of trips, it was tolerable. But now, when we went in the it was January of 2012, it was so bitter cold. I mean, was like, it nip- was it nipply? Yes, very much. <laughs> like I was wearing a sweater I brought and a windbreaker I brought because the daytime high was like 42 degrees with 20 mm-hmm. mile an hour winds. It was. Oh, my word. Well, oh, don't you remember as a kid, you'd hear about the orange crops freezing, but you yes. never think, you still never think of Florida as being cold. And what's funny is I had mentioned about going to Florida, Disney World for our honeymoon, and family and friends were like, oh, you're so stupid. Why would you want to go there? And, and my wife's best friend was one of those people. Guess where she went? For- ah. <laughs> they went, and they it was at it was in the winter, and they were, it was freezing cold. She goes, I thought it was always, you know, she's one of those that knows everything, but doesn't know a lot. It's always hot and humid there. I would never live there. Really? You froze your ass off, didn't you? Um, yeah, I think I may have wore a light jacket. I know the, the weather, The weather I think, is nice. The crowds were pretty good because I was there early enough where the holiday stuff had started, but not close enough to Christmas where I guess it gets a little busier. At one time, Christmas was their, let's say their summer. What we think of summer crowds was Christmas in Florida, so or in, so or, I was told. And packed into the two weeks, right? Packed into yeah. the last two weeks of uh, the year. Yeah, I mean, because you yeah. show up on on January second, places starting to get empty. Is it? And then, well, yes. For I think we got, I think we enjoyed that for one year, and then they then they moved the uh, the marathon weekends up closer to the beginning of the year, and then we started running into crowds for those people showing up. And say screw those marathons. I oh really gosh. hate the marathons. Say the there's one. There's one in our city. I went to go down to take pictures at the beach. I didn't know there's a marathon going on. PCH closed almost the entire length of Huntington Beach. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? It was. I mean, seriously, what the fuck? I mean, you. you have well, actually- that was like when we used to have some of the marathons around Disneyland, and you know, there are only half marathons, but they still went through three, four, sometimes five cities. So you're going through all that stuff. And it was always the reminder of if you're coming to work, make sure you get here plenty early so that you don't get caught up in the traffic because invariably most of the parking is inside the perimeter of one of these, of where the runners are going. So that parking lot's isolated from being able to park in while the marathon's running. So. Yeah, and, and, do, and do they pay you for that? No, 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 no. So, no. You know, bastards. Yeah. So, well, I should say I got paid because usually I got to come in about two in the morning on those things. Yikes. So. Well, no, I That's... mean you, you're not you're not paid for having to leave two hours early to get there an hour early to get through traffic. No, no. That's, That's what. That's what well, I mean. No, you're, you're, there's no right. traffic at two a.m. No, no, no. For him, no, but or, if you were, you know, doing a 
five o'clock shift or six o'clock shift. Yeah. Yeah, you'd be screwed. Well, I just know that if on Sunday, right? So the 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 run Disney event, get air quoting event, is four days. Thursday is all the short little ones that your kids do with you and all that. Um, Friday is you know a little bit longer, maybe a ten k, and then Saturday's a half. And, Sunday, uh, yeah. and Sunday's the yeah, full. You know, I, I still have fun run. I still really have a a magical Disney experience that uh, was related to I think the first or second marathon at Disneyland, and it was it was so magical it has stuck with me all these years. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know if I've Dinner told this story. I, yeah, I don't know if I've told this story before, but I'm standing at the Egg House Gate. And why they still call it that, let's call it the Lincoln Gate or something, or the Hat Gate. Because um, nobody knows what the Egg House any, is anymore. Yeah, but yeah, but that's, that's nice lore. That's lore. Yeah, well, you know, okay, we could get into a lore question about <laughs> Richard trying to hold on to something old when obviously the new generations are coming in with new numbers and names, or I should say new numbers, forget the names. Um, but anyways, I'm standing there, and the gates are open, and they're coming in, and they're handing out the the uh, stupid little um, they're not trophies, but badges, the, the necklace, uh, yeah, yeah. like uh, like Lan- uh, um, well, I'm calling, calling them badges, medals. Yeah, it's Thank like you. a medal, like an Olympic medal. The guy grabbed, took it, and just started beating it on the ground from the lanyard, just swinging it, beating it down found out and he started yelling at the person there who had no freaking clue i guess when you run these all the time you have a really good feel for the length and they had made a mistake on the length oh my gosh enough that this guy noticed it and it ended up being right so he would not yet if you're running I, i guess if you're running the marathon circuit i don't know i'm just saying what i was told that you 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 this would have could have been a qualifying one well for the big it ones like Boston it, and New York. Yeah, oh, yeah, it didn't qualify because wasn't long it enough, wasn't yeah. long enough. So he was just beating the shit out of that that medal they gave him. It was just magical. I'm telling you, it was a great <laughs> moment. It sure is magical for him, too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. But um, I don't know. The marathons has become like the new, you know, slide in an old, you know, custom or, or fan thing people were doing. All they want is the the medal. They don't, I think most of these people don't even give a shit about the running. Virtue signal, yes, signal they, signal that yeah. they've well completed. You know, it 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 shows it right at the get go when you watch one of these things go off. They have the different corrals, the ones that start beginning, then the next one that starts ten minutes later, and then at ten minute intervals. Well, your hardcore runners are, the are right there at the front yes. in the very beginning they're in, in the first corral and if they're not in the first corral they will let you know and they will do anything that they can get in the first corral um the ones that really don't care they're going to be in the latter corrals and you know that you'll watch them they might oh trot three or four steps but they're just going to walk the route they're they really have no intention no, of they, trying all to, they all they want is the metal they're going to hang them in your room they're going to have tons of them they're going to take their, their, their pictures and their selfies and they get all the bullshit that comes along with running but they have to maintain and a pace i know the, that because they'll get swept up with the chase vehicle if they don't maintain whatever pace it is yeah there's there's a specific pace but um the metal and also these runs for at least disneyland i don't know about florida but uh, there are large portions that go through some of the backstage areas, and they will actually, they, you know, 
when they went past the animation building, they brought one of the elephants out one time from Jungle Cruise that was being worked on so that people can see it, and they would put these little displays as they're going through. So that was part of the... Uh, Big you know, dog and so pony much. show. People want to see yeah. the behind the scenes. They they want to say they ran the marathon. I mean, I, it's and it's become a, a huge income stream. And then there's a, there's a friend of ours, Chris, from the Big D, that... Uh, oh, he runs it now, yeah. He runs them, and the, I think a couple of years where he, you run so many from the Florida and Disneyland side, you got an additional Tinkerbell medal on top of her or something yeah, like that. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. You ran two races you on levels. both coasts. You got a fifth medal that went with it. Go with, yeah. yeah, but can yeah, you, we know, you know, Aussie John, that guy, that guy's a animal. You know, he sports he plays, the running, the biking. The, you know, I, I, I kind of get his. I don't get that level of you know, enthusiasm for running physical activity. Uh, well, I like physical activity, but you know, I, I kind of oh, like to quote uh, Tom Selleck. We're ball players, not athletes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right? uh, and, and running is, you know, from day one in the air force, I thought I was going to die. And we only did, I don't know what they do now. We only, I think did a mile, maybe two miles back then. Um, you know, later found out it was a heart murmur that makes it hard to breathe. It had nothing to do with being in shape. It was, the, you know, sucking your breath all the time which makes you not not it not be enjoyable you know so if you can't enjoy it why do it is kind of my thing um but you know i, I if you want to do it fine it just seems like disney's making a lot of money on these things i don't know if some of it is donated to charities but uh it's just ever since they started doing one or two now they've got an excuse for four or five multi-day things it's just and it, to me it interrupts my the few Park, times part time yeah yeah, when I've run into it, it's like, damn it. It's like getting around all this shit. I, I will say, yeah, there's a few charities that Disney offers up to on these uh, marathons as well. So, they, and, you know, you they, know they, they spread good, the wealth around. Yeah, good, good for them on that. So let's move on. So there's some, some big changes coming. Do you gonna, have something was, to throw in well, there, I was going to ask, you know, I have no frame of reference for being running so many marathons that I could tell – that I didn't run the 26 yeah, I, miles from one to the other. You know what I'm so saying? So we should throw out that. To, okay, so we know Aussie runs a lot. Uh, um, uh, the Big D, Chris has run a few. Uh, I know Holly up there in Seattle. Yeah. She's run quite a few of them. And I want to say there's somebody else that I see a lot. Um, but for oh, dude, Matt. Uh, doesn't Matt uh, Frumpa, doesn't he yes, uh, yes. run some of those? I'd, I'd be kind of like to know if they're, you know, which I'd say Aussie John's probably the – higher level i don't want to put down the other guys but it seems like he's more of that like triathlete kind of guy you know well, but, yeah he's that iron man guy that you yeah. catch in some of this yeah. stuff but, and then as soon as he's done he can chug about eight beers yeah well, and some know, whiskeys that, and drink you under the table that's what and, <laughs> and then go back out and run some more you know uh so <laughs> that's why we love him i'm just but, saying i could never imagine running so many stinking marathons that i could come off the finish line and go well, you know what I'm not winded enough. This was not 26 miles. Yeah, you know I know. I know. No, I get you because sometimes just, uh, yeah, a walk in the park is like, oh, my God. Um, All right. So, I'll But the, the guy the guy had like no meat on him. You know, he, 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 he was like sticking. Well, I, I don't know. Anyways. So let's well, go on to some of the changes and stuff of the, of the park and get off the stupid marathon thing. Um, so I have to say, and I'm going to make fun of the guy. I've met him. I've talked to him. So I, I can, I, I think I can poke a little fun at him. I think I actually debated his ex um, partner when they used to have a show together. But 
of all the changes that are going on, and I think some of them are, some of them are good, cool new rides. I think or potentially cool new rides, but some of the what they're doing to Future World is disappointing. But I can kind of see it why it happens because you know, quite frankly, they haven't really tried to make anything futuristic about Future World since 1982. Uh, but that's just my opinion. <laughs> uh, Mission Space may be a slight outreach to that. But here is uh, Lou Mangiello's. I, I almost wanted to puke when I read this. The most telling, and this is from WDW Radio, the most telling and exciting part of Epcot's transformation, its new slogan. If you can get a hard on over a new slogan, what, you're, you're kissing new someone's slogan? ass. Now I got to look for it now. Uh, is it the magic of possibilities? No, that can't no. be it. That's really stupid. But that's what his tags are, D23, Expo, Epco, uh, Disney's Epcot, and the magic of possibilities. So let's see if I can find this real quick. Because, you know, I did not play. I just want to make fun of him saying the slogan meant a lot to him. And... Um, what did they uh, announce that stuff back in... Uh... Oh, yeah, it is. Here's, here's the new logo. At the conclusion of a breathtaking... Well, it's a breathtaking sizzle reel. A simple typeface accompanied the aforementioned new logo and read Epcot. The magic of possibility. Don't sleep on this. No. This is everything. Take a closer look. I'm like, what the fuck, Lou? I mean, I don't I don't get it. Uh that that slogan can mean so much to me. Yeah, I'm still stuck oh. on experimental prototype community of tomorrow, which it never really was. But, you know, OK, we could kind of flow I'm, with I'm, it, you know, I'm going to go right with you. If you're so if if the slogan me and the emblem all mean that the logo means that much, obviously the rest of it really didn't. But All right. So to be fair to Lou, he didn't write this. No, he did. This no, is him, right? The most telling, exciting part of Epcot's transformation's new slogan oh, is not written yeah. by. No, it's Blake Taylor. Who the hell is Blake Taylor? <laughs> I don't know. I'd say right. But it's on Lou's. Okay, it's on Lou's page. He's got to take some. You yeah. know. That's it's, what it's, the editor's there for. <laughs> the, buck, the buck stops here. Who said that? Come that's on. right. That's, a, that's that kind of thing. That was um, Terry Truman. Terry Truman. Wait, say goodbye to the Muppets present great moments in American history. I never even heard of that. Uh, the other things he's written, I guess. Um, Okay, so Blake said it, but, you know, it came up on Lou's thing from his email, and I've been holding on to this email just so I can make fun of that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just don't, you know, the. I, 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 I'll admit, I get upset, and I see this a lot from news agencies, which really bothers me because do a little fact-checking, idiots. Um, when they'll talk about Disney World or the Magic Kingdom at Disney World, and say the happiest place on earth. Get it fucking right. Disneyland is the happiest place on earth. I think Disney World now or the Magic Kingdom has changed it to the, what is it, magical place? Um, uh, or happiest place on earth is California. Uh, you know, you know Disney World used correct, to be. Someone corrected us this on, corrected us. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, I remember. I can't. A think while back, someone corrected us about this, so now I gotta right. go. Right, Disney World used to be the vacation kingdom of the world. Well, now yeah. every park's gotta have their slogan. So I don't even know if they use vacation kingdom of the world anymore. But they don't. Uh, and it was Tigger that that corrected us. Was it? Did you keep his email? What? Uh, yeah, that's what I'm looking for right now. While you, while I rant and yeah, yeah, be offended by such things as slogans and logos and. <laughs> What a waste. Uh, so what's the Hollywood studio? We used to be a studio. 
Get excited. <laughs> I noticed I'm looking at the latest construction photos on uh, Google Earth is, or the Google Maps are fairly up to date. There is a lot of dirt being moved around in general in a lot of different areas, uh, which always excites me because I like to see construction. Um, but, yeah, I just don't get to some of the things. So let's talk about some of the things that are coming. So um, let's see if I can find the stuff about uh, Future World because that was what I found the most offensive. <laughs> Though I think some of the the rides and stuff I think sound um, interesting and, and and good, but it was like the way you're not really going to have Future World per se. You're going to have um, oh, what oh, crap something like, something you know, something. We didn't you know I didn't prepare well for this, but do we ever? Somebody's yeah. probably screaming at their iPod right now, saying you dumb shit, you didn't have this ready. Of course not. Yeah, when have we ever really been ready for anything we do? We just turn the mics on and go. Yeah, that's why. That's lovable. Let's see. Uh, we're just, yeah, we just BS like everybody else. So. All right. So let's see. We got some. Okay. So Future World's going to be. So they're restructuring Future World into three new neighborhoods, a major refurbishment of the iconic attraction Spaceship Earth, a complete redesign of the Park Center Plaza, a statue of Walt Disney in said plaza. You know, and that one I kind of, okay, yeah, I always like to see a good, you know, Walt statue. I, you know, enjoy a good Walt statue as much as anybody else, especially when viewed from the side that Mickey's on his. Uh, <laughs> <side>. no. <laughs> but, no, 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 let's not go there. But, um, you know, it was funny. Somebody in Florida with spiky hair pointed that out to me like I had never seen it before in my own park or that maybe somehow in our park it, it wasn't the same way i thought it was i had a, it was a funny moment i thought at the time but um you know walt never strolled that park i know he had ideas for his prototype community but this is nothing like his prototype community now so if, you know if you're going to change around future world and then put a, a statue of him seems disingenuous to what they're doing um and i don't know what they're talking about major refurbishment of spaceship earth i mean there were some areas that seem date well, not dated but some of the effects haven't worked really, really well. And I actually think the, uh, you know, once they started getting the Steve Jobs and Wozniak and all that, I thought it started to get weaker and weaker. The end has always been the weakest part of it, I think, its show. But anyways, uh, Statue of Walt Disney, a new pavilion dedicated to the joy of play. Okay, so that sounds like a babysitting place to leave your kids, but um, since there's no the joy of play, play of play, yeah, replacements of three world showcase pavilions, educational films. Okay, which one? So a new nightmare spectacular, whoopee fuck, um, a Beauty and the Beast sing along. Uh -oh. That means film. you're not going to be able to go see Bill Nye, Greg. What about a new nighttime spectacular? Had anything to do with Bill Nye? No, no, I'm talking about if they're changing the films, I'm sure the Energy Pavilion's one of them. So. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. No, 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 no. Energy's getting, energy's getting tore out. That's a Guardians yeah, of the Galaxy attraction. Oh, darn, your favorite guy, Bill Nye the Science Guy. No, he's, yeah, we have, that whole we thing's gone. Yeah, we haven't got there yet. Uh -huh. <clears throat> Somebody's jumping ahead and doesn't even know it, but uh, good job. Uh, let's see. So a, a new Nighttime Spectacular. And they already, we've already heard You know, some people are very upset with uh, – what was the last one uh, – that everybody got all excited to see the burning, you know, the globe at the end. It's like I never really the excitement over seeing tons of ga natural gas illuminations, illuminations, some yeah. good music, 
I thought the show was kind of slow in a lot of places watching, you know, the, the globe be projected with whatever, but you know, some guys got their jollies off of it. I was a show that I could listen to as I walked around it. Didn't really need to stand though. I did a bunch of times with, you know, uh, people I was there with. So hopefully it'll be a good one. I kind of like the one Richard and I saw. The was it Kaleidope in the sky? Is that what it was called? Kaleidoscope. Kaleidoscope. I thought that it was also nickname mistake on the lake. <laughs> okay, so moving on. A Beauty and the Beast sing along film. Woo! Yay! Where's that gonna be? Um, any 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 guesses where what, we're gonna what sing is along? It? A Beauty and the Beast sing along film. That's gonna be gotta guessing. be in France. France is getting some other work done, you know. Fran- okay, so a Moana nature trail. That's next to the Living Seas. I know that. Oh, it is. Okay, because they've got some islands, you know, out on <laughs> the, the uh, what do we call this now? Illumination Lake or whatever. Um, it'd be nice to have a Hawaii out there. It could have had, you know, little boats go out there. That would have been a hell. Are you looking at pain it? Where, where are you reading this from? I'm reading this from Blake Taylor's. Uh, oh, the most telling thing? thing? Okay. Yeah, I'll catch up. Uh, so, and then the Ratatouille Dark Ride. Now that could be interesting. And I see this building; it's huge, and it's going to really nix the idea of a pavilion ever going in between uh, France and Morocco because it's pretty much taken up all the back, you know, the second row. You know, all these guys had these serv- second service road and this, the two service roads. You know, they're pretty much. Um, taking all that space up back there plus with the new uh skyliner going in that epcot it looks like they might be trying to put a new dock i don't know the friendship landing they they, there's a friendship boat on the other side of where it should be and there's some building going on down there i wonder if they're going to put a new uh now that would screw up with their entrance that doesn't make sense i don't know why it's in there anyway so moving on uh, the guardian of the galaxy roller coaster which you mentioned is going to go in place of the um Wonders of, uh, no, not Wonders of Life, though they might as well tear that one down. Uh, well, ener- energy. So that means that complete deconstruction of that building? Is that what no, you're hearing? No, they're adding, they're adding to the show building to the it? back of it. Okay, that makes sense because there is a big show. Oh, you can see it on Google Earth right now. There is a connection from the original building. Yes. And you see kind of big square rectangular tunnel going over to the big show building in the back. So you know what this reminds me of? Rock and Roller Coaster. It does. Transition to another. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, who the, knows? The but possibility of play thing is going inside Wonders of Life, is it not? Uh, it didn't say here. But I'm kind of, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy roller coaster, I'm always up for a good roller coaster. Could be kind of exciting. Not really what I would have thought of a future world thing, but okay, let's go with it. Uh, let's see. The Cherry Tree Lane from Mary Poppins and the United Kingdom. Interesting enough, we were, we were over at the Pacific... Um, uh, I almost said the cemetery, the Pacific. Uh, then I almost said mortuary. The <laughs> the the, uh, the water tank with the fish in it. The um, God, I'm losing it. Tonight. Aquarium or, of the Pacific. Thank you, Aquarium oh of the God. Pacific. And we had a um, gift certificate from last year, a gift card to go to Bubba Gump. So we went over to Bubba Gump too. And our waiter had something on that seemed kind of Disney, and I think my daughter was wearing so it was kind of Disney. So next thing you know, and the Epcot thing had just now. He was so excited about the Cherry Tree Lane Mary Poppins thing, um, and I actually think this is one of the best fits of anything. Though I would have preferred maybe a Darby O'Gill and the Little People ride. Um, I think the Cherry Tree Lane is be a great addition to United Kingdom because. 
It really Night Kingdom needs them. It's shopping only. There's there's yeah. like nothing but shopping and eating. Or or the the uh, the tr- wandering uh, performing troupe that you know. Well, people. sure, but almost every pavilion has some kind of entertainment like that. So, I, I you know this this place needs something, and I I think this is one of the the most exciting announcements. And what's funny is back when they used to have the I Have a Dia thing, I was drawing up stuff for a Mary Poppins ride. I thought it was long overdue because it's such, it was such a huge and, let's say, life-changing, I think, movie for the studios. Yeah. Uh, it that, created a whole you know, division within uh, WD, well, WED back in the day. Yeah, Mapo. So, yeah, I, I would have um, – I think this is long overdue. So that one I'm pretty pretty excited to, to see. But the – the see if I can find a thing of what those three lands are going to be called or whatever they. It's, um, it's funny we still have some equipment that has Mapo tags on it, and I'll point it out, and everybody's like, "What's Mapo?" When did it stop being called Mapo? I don't know. I when, Eisen, when Eisen rolled along and re reorganized. Uh, yeah, it was it was sometime in the I want to say in the uh, late nineties. Uh, it stopped being. I mean, it was just part of. When, when they kind of changed from WED to Walt Disney Imagineering, they kind of just dropped Mapo. Everything was part of Walt Disney Imagineering. It was just one one part of it or another. And that's also back when we had the Disney Development Company, which was the building arm of everything. So, Yeah, I want to say it kind of died out when I was there. And it, if you saw a Mapo thing, you almost wanted to pry it off and keep it because <laughs> you, you, yeah. you knew it, it was going away. And even then, a lot of people that had been with the parks didn't really understand or know what Mapo was. Everybody knew what uh, – W or it wasn't WDI at the time. but Wed. Uh, Wed. Uh, most people knew what WED was, but they definitely, I'd say by large portions, did not know what uh, – Maple was at all, uh, so I want to. You know, was looking for the what they're going to call those lands now, and that's what I'm. The land. All right. What, uh, what they're bring they're, they're, You know, he he wrote here how they're they're consolidating and they're they're changing the neighborhoods, and then he didn't list them. I know I've read another article that had a lot more detail. He's some of this is very kind of like from thirty thousand feet looking down. Because uh, he's got something here, uh, you know, what would a Disney-sponsored Epcot look like? A lot like the version of the park we're experiencing. I mean, it's been sponsored almost from day one. Um, I don't know. There, he's getting back to some of the concepts of early Disney and what Scholar said and uh, D. Chapek, who or Chapek, who's what now the head of Imagineering, I think. Bob Chapek. Uh, is that his name, Chapek? He's yeah, a, Bob. He's- He's in Park, charge of parks. Park, Disney Park Chairman Bob Chapek, yeah. There Which uh, I believe WDI is considered that's part of it. Oof. I felt sorry for them. Why? You don't like that guy? Or you don't he, think he, that they should be under the parks? He doesn't seem... No, I don't think they should be under the parks. Well, but they build all the park stuff, so that kind of makes some sense. Yeah, but it's always been nice when they were separate, uh, I thought, because... They're not influenced by necessarily what the park. They can do some free thinking, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then on the flip side, they always like to like throw their hands in the air. Okay, well, it's been installed. We've turned it over to you. Maintain it. And yeah. then our maintenance guys go, I wish they would talk to us because, you know, a lot of this stuff costs a lot of money to maintain it. And what do we see? Effects go away because nobody wants to pay for it to maintain it. Yeah. Right? I mean, the oh, new, let's say the, the barn doors at the. 
Big Thunder come to mind. Well, I was thinking of the Are, new uh, the new Fantasyland. A lot of the like the Toad, smoke, for instance, smoke stacks. Yeah, you know, yeah. Toad is half of the ride it used to be in nineteen. Was that eighty two or eighty four, Richard? Uh, it was opened up in eighty three. Oh, right in between. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's much different than it is today. Even uh, uh, some of Mary or Mary, uh, Peter Pan is a little less um, interesting than it used to be. Well, you know, that's why. That's why I wonder so, why, how some of the, how long some of the effects Star are, Wars yeah, yeah are gonna oh, I, last. Uh, yeah, I, I I am really interested in how long some you, of that stuff's going to land. You know, all those little panels that are sporadically spaced throughout on the walls that kind of light up, right? Yeah. And blink once in a while. How long before those are all dark <laughs> and they don't even make any attempt to, re- you know, replace light bulbs or figure out why, they're, why they stopped working to begin with? Yeah, I know. Oh, you know what's funny? I'm seeing a picture now of what this Walt statue is going to be. And this is going to be a bronze statue that's going to have all kinds of really shiny spots because it's a sitting Walt, like looking, looking out on his domain or whatever. So I, I, my feeling is you're going to be able to go up and sit and take your picture with him and touch him. Oh my gosh! Which okay. you know the shoulders are going to be shiny, right? You yeah. know, maybe maybe his nose because the kids so, are going to somewhat have to like them. the uh, Roy statue that is in Town Square at Magic Kingdom. Yeah, I guess, yeah, yeah, kind of like that. Uh, except he's on a park bench, right? Right. Uh, this one, he's on, um, like, tiered, tiered concrete. Yeah, really, <laughs> tiered, tiered concrete steps, yeah. I mean, it's a nice-looking statue and all. And there's something else, quite honestly. Let's see. Let, let's go to see. Wife's dead. His wife's dead. His uh, son-in-law dead. His daughter dead. Why isn't there an animation of this guy yet? You know, where's my T two thousand or whatever uh, oh, animatronic of Walt? Animatronic. I've always been waiting for one of those. I think that would be, you know, the Walt Disney story should be told by Walt Disney. You know, I, I will. I will say that you still do have uh, somewhat of a family influence between uh, Diane's children and some of uh, Roy E Disney's children are still throwing their influences into the stuff. Yeah, but those kids have never been really involved. Though the one, let's see, was it Walt Disney the second or Walt Disney Junior? One of the grandsons, whatever that made that one. Walter Elias Disney Miller. I'm thinking the one that made the movie, The Man in the Myth. I think it was. Yeah, I I think that's him, if I remember correctly. Um, For some reason, I thought there was one that was like a Walt, just Walt didn't Walter Elias Disney, but he's like a grandson. Anyways, I'm like, who cares? Uh, So, so here's the neighborhoods. We've got. Celebration, that's the center core. That's Communicore, basically all the way to the lake, roughly. What's left of Communicore, you mean? Because they're ripping yeah, out the yeah. one side, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, that's the way I'm describing it by in what it's overlaying. Um, nature, that's pretty much everything on the right, and Discovery, everything on the left. And within Celebration is the uh, what well, used to be a great restaurant, which is now just the um, – seasonal or event restaurant uh that's oh the the octagon place yes yes uh, i yeah. remember eating there when like when richard and i went in 82 Odyssey. Odyssey. Uh, I, I liked it it was i thought it was a cool uh nice little restaurant out of the way and kind of looked over the uh the water the yeah yeah you actually kind of saw 
both Ball worlds park, yep. from there, you know, and it had a little bit of a future feel for the day, a little dated by today's, uh, maybe, but, um, so yeah, that's kind of the three breakups. So I guess it's not the worst thing in the world, but I'm kind of like, why, you know, cause what are we calling it now? You got Communicore East, Communicore West, um, and then you got future world, pretty much the whole area is future world, right? Um, except for the Communicore East and West, the rest of it was just future world, right? As far as and I know, yeah. World's world's world showcase. showcase. So maybe given an identity to nature. Let's see. But what does um, imagination have to do with nature? <laughs> nature, yes, it's exactly what I was thinking. And though, what's funny is the way they draw this overlay part of like where the Disney Pixar short film festival is, or the, I should say the, uh, victims of Michael Jackson Memorial theater, um, <laughs> is kind of, is kind of in the uh, celebration portion of the uh, colorful overlay. <laughs> you like that? <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. You caught me off guard. <laughs> It's almost right up there with the uh, DF thing we did early, early on. Uh, or the, uh, what's the other one? The Memorial Restrooms. We got the, um, uh, the architect. The architect, dude. Come on. <laughs> uh, Arch- Frank Lloyd Wright, Frank Memorial, Memorial Restrooms. Uh, oh, gosh. <laughs> and then World Showcase is still World Showcase. start taking some <laughs> echinacea or whatever. It helps you get the brain. Uh, we haven't done this in so long. It's like, you know, I'm just, you know, what's funny is about, so I'll, I'll sit here like during the day and think about what I, maybe what we'll talk about. I got all these names right in the tip of my tongue. And then this is why I would never do good, like in Jeopardy or if you watched the, the last, uh, uh, fresh off the boat, when, uh, he goes on, I want to be a millionaire. <laughs> and he tanks it you know? because he can't no, handle the pressure. Well, well, he, no, no, he actually was doing really well to, uh, one really stupid question that, I answered right, but it was so obvious. But you know, there was there was other family drama going on. They got interrupted in the show and, and the, during the commercial breaks. What I found funny is they didn't even try to make Regis look young or color his hair. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> he looked a thousand times older than Regis did at the time. Um, but it was kind of funny that they recreated it uh, for the show. So you know, I, I guess I've got hit and misses with this. I you know, what does Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy need to do with? Epcot, though, if they wanted to go this far, quite honestly, I think I would have just turned this all into uh, IP-based stuff. Well, Tony, what was Tony Stark's uh, dad's name? Howard. Howard. Is it Howard? And Howard had that kind of Disney-esque Epcot thing in the one movie, right? Why not just kind of turn this into, you know... But wasn't the, that the, the World's Fair? Wasn't that a model of the World's Fair or something? Well, it, kind, it was kind of... Uh, Taken after the '64 World's Fair, it was the Stark Exposition. That's right. Yeah, it's right. it's kind of like the, that, new, right. that new Apple series. You know, it's it's not exact Apollo history, but it's an alternate history. It's kind of like that with the Tony Stark. I mean, they might as well just turn this into like you know Stark, and all these are like Stark Enterprise. Like he's he's showing us how to you know, eat off the land or how to yeah, develop yeah. the land, you know, and, and the test track could be, you know, the latest innovations of his new automobile or, you know, whatever, um, more than it's cause now it kind of, it, it still feels hodgepodge, you know, uh, but what, what is, what destroys the land, right? Cause you, when you get on the boat and you actually go back into the, the working area, some of that stuff is actually, you know, pretty cool. And I don't label the word futuristic cause it's now, but, 
you know, it's, it's a way of gardening that most people don't think about. Well, right? no, in, in, in a lot of ways, it is still a feature because we're not really doing it on any mass scale. So yeah, it's okay. done on such small scale that it's still kind of out there in, in well, the future. The one that I always liked was the uh, demonstration of how to grow plants in zero gravity with the uh, sp spray on hydroponics, basically. Uh, yeah, basically. Yeah, that was always kind of neat to me. Well, just think about this. Okay, we we a return of sea base alpha. Yeah, well, the Nemo thing. Just I, I never okay. liked the Nemo thing. I like the sea base alpha kind of going yeah, with it, but, but they, I under, I understand why they're marketing the Nemo thing they because fully it was ditched a big that, hit. though before yeah. Nemo before Nemo came along. That that whole that whole let's take you down underwater. Well, that whole true, thing, that true, because went I, out the window. When I took in, in see 2005, I took Vincent there, and I said we're going to get on these really cool things. They're called hydrolators. You know, we're going to go down, and they didn't even have it. It's like you just skipped right to getting on the yeah. ride, and they did kind of like blew that whole yeah. You know, uh, you went somewhere kind of thing. It, it, the illusion, it they, yeah, the, 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 the illusion, illusion yeah. yeah. So what I was going to say is like with all this like future thing, if we went back over to Tomorrowland. Shouldn't we be taking the people mover, or not the people mover, the the Atopia, which I understand is probably going bye bye. What? Um, yeah, don't let's not go there. That's that's a secret. Maybe I shouldn't have said. But anyways, shouldn't we take it from the kids driving themselves to it's controlled because they're going to be autonomous vehicles? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So maybe we should take the control away from the people and driving and let them just sit there and let the thing drive you around because that's the future now, right? Yes, I would agree with that. <laughs> Only if you want to sleep on your Tesla. Uh, uh, that's or, or text. I've been. What was it? We were driving home that one night, and we're looking at the freeway, and here's this guy, not even paying attention, just texting all the way, and it's like, you're yeah, in stop and go traffic, dude. Some people do that, and they're not in the Tesla. You know, they're. Yeah, I know exactly. So you think this play thing is going into the play, um, the play pavilion? Is wonders of life. Well, then finally they're going to use it. Um, now, I think they would be smart to get rid of the zigzaggy walkway so you can actually see there's a pavilion back there. Because that's the one thing I did notice the first time I went. And it had been open years by the time I finally got to, to see it. So I, I, I would say I didn't see it in its heyday. Because what are those two bodybuilder guys that were on Saturday Night Live? Hans and Franz. Now, we're they here were, to pump yeah, you up. They were long past their peak of... Um, influence on tv when i saw it i think so 2005 wouldn't you oh. say that was long past oh, yeah, yeah. there because that was 90s yeah. yeah exactly and though i loved or body late works, 80s because or not body, is it body works body, body wars. wars because one is life opened in 90 late 89 late because my first wow, trip there was, was 90 ago? and it was open then okay and i was see we went what richard in 84 no 87 no, 87 86 or 87, yeah. Yeah, we went in 86. Yeah, and it wasn't open yet. I don't even know if it was being built yet. But they, they, I felt like this pavilion, and I've always felt like it, is hid. You know, and maybe when it's first put in, maybe all the shrubs weren't grown up so much. But you got that winding walkway. You got all these tall shrubs. It's like, is there something back there? Should I go back there? You know, it, it, it's not inviting. Yeah. No. Most of the other pavilions kind of invite you. You see them. The only thing you they had was that tall DNA strand. Yeah, that may that or may not really, have caught your eye. Yeah, that didn't really draw me in. But they're also building uh, a uh, the Odyssey restaurant. Is it not getting a space station restaurant, or or is it going over at? Um... There's some kind of building going on here to the south of Mission Space between it and Test Track. 
and is I'm not sure what oh, it is. Yeah, that's there's they're building a restaurant that supposedly you take a sky, you know, uh, uh, elevator to the sky to get to. Oh, interesting. And it fully um, supposed to make you think you're eating in space. Awesome, awesome. Uh, yeah. I'm, now, now, okay. somewhere. Remember when right out of right out of um, right out of the Air Force, you and I were working as nighttime auditors at local hotels. Yeah, and to pass the night because we'd get our work done in what first hour, hour and a half. Um, well, you had to so wait. You had to wait for midnight for some of it too, right? Yeah, you had to wait for the next day to come. Yeah. And you had plenty of time to not do much. So we chit chat <laughs> on the phone, do whatever. Um, and I had told uh, you bridge. or Richard, I don't remember who, about this idea I had for a restaurant in the parks. And my idea was to put it up where the uh, above the people or the people mover, I think, was already going. Maybe Rocket Rods was being worked on. I don't remember. Or maybe I had whatever my idea was. It was basically in that location. And the idea was you'd order through a computer. Uh, you would never see a server. It would be like, you know, shoved through like a door or whatever in the side. So it, it seemed sort of like the Jetsons, futuristic. I swear, six months later, there was something in the, in the Disney News magazine of a restaurant, not quite that sophisticated, but right on the nose, opening up in uh, Tokyo, I believe, Tokyo Disneyland. And Richard's like, they're always listening. <laughs> never say your ideas on the phone. They're always listening. I'm like, you know. There's the other thing that you know, I, I, I okay, I don't hate to say where I heard about it on um, ancient aliens, and I forgot what the effect is called, but it's it's where they believe there's this energy field that you know everybody's connected because and they'll point to a lot of inventions or major things that have happened around the world at times when there was physically no contact or the contact took months or years for things to flow around the globe. But yet these things happen independently, so there's no counter influence in each other, right? Well, um, the in effect, or something like that, where you know they they believe there's were like kind of all you know energy and interconnected. And I thought, well, you know, sometimes people just have the same ideas or good ideas at the same time. I submitted yeah. a thing for a poo ride in the exact place they put the poo ride. You know, I might yeah, claim that I I influenced that. No. Maybe. There's, but maybe. There's, I, I always liked, uh, I think you were the one, Greg, that told me about it from your Air Force days, that there was always the concept of, well, who's stealing which design on airplanes and everything? And a lot of the time, it's not that somebody's stealing a design. It's just there's a natural evolution that you're going to have a couple different people have a very similar idea of how things should be working and how things should go on things. Because plus, the so plus the Soviets stole from us. No, yeah. <laughs> I'm, sure there was, I'm sure there was espionage. <laughs> There was espionage so, both ways. I'm but, sure, but, but yeah, I get what yeah, you're saying. There's that, but the, but there but there is a natural evolution. I think where, you know, a couple people will see things very similarly and won't be exact, but will be close enough that you can say, "Hey, I had that idea too." Type deal. Yeah, yeah, exactly, and I and I I do believe that. So this that actually sounds like a pretty cool restaurant. That'd be probably. Majorly expensive and hard to get reservations for because, you know, gone are the days we can just walk into a restaurant or, you know, get your tickets as you come in that day and then, uh, you know. Yeah, Oga's Cantina. I hate it when people come. Oh, is that where the cantina is? Yeah. Do you have reservations? No. Can't I just go in? No, you need reservations. You can try. You can try. 
but yeah, yeah, I know it's you know maybe after a while that'll die down. Who knows? Um, maybe they'll, they'll expand it. You know, it's hard to say. Now on the flip side, now again, I've told you how long it's been since I've been there. I've been able to get uh, seats at the uh, what's it, the driving cafe. I forgot what exactly it's called. Prime time. Oh, prime time. Yeah, the the night before, sometimes the morning of. Now, granted, is it always when I want to eat? No, but I can make adjustments. I'm a you know big deal. So I got to eat lunch at three instead of noon or eleven. You know, I can be flexible. Uh, so I, some of that stuff I'm not as worried about. Maybe it's the restaurant that's not as popular. Who knows? But uh, I, I've heard it's been kind of crazy in the last few years in some of these places getting a getting a seat. But you know, I have a lot of restaurants I haven't even been to yet that maybe someday. Yeah, some of them don't like, actually jump on, jump off like Hollywood Derby. I don't, you know, the Brown don't really Derby. You mean? There. Yeah, the Brown Derby. The, the Brown Derby. I enjoyed when I ate there. It's they like, uh, three... you, you you had like the 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 eggs or the the uh, Cobb salad over there. Who pays that kind of money to have a Cobb salad? It was a good salad. It's where it was it's invented. A, it's a salad. Exactly. It's where it was invented. Yeah, exactly. It's where it was invented. Was the the original Brown Derby? Well, yeah. So oh. if you if you want it, go have it at the original. That's what I say, but. If you can find the original, I think it was well, yeah. a while ago. Yeah, well, I think there's a few that claim it's like, no, this. Well, you might be the original owners, but yeah, it's not. I don't believe in the original location anymore. Yeah. Hey, did you hear? Speaking of original locations, did you hear that the Magic Castle is no longer? What? No. I, like they closed down or they no, moved? I'm, set, I'm, I'm setting you up a little bit. It's no longer called the Magic Castle. Oh, what's it called now? I don't know. I, I heard. Uh, <laughs> okay. Heard well, that was a, valuable information. Well, here, I'll, I'll look you, real quick. Did you hear who owns this, it right now? This Tim Conway Jr. Uh, was talking about it. And he was like, because he, he was talking to a guy that does magic there. And, you know, Tim Conway, he's, he's pretty funny and kind of sets people up and then makes a little fun of them, and keeps going. Though right here on, on uh, they're calling it the Magic Castle on Wikipedia, but they were not calling it Magic Castle uh, just the other night. They said it was. Like it had new owners or changed names. Who, Richard? You were trying to get to something. I was going to say, if I remember correctly, uh, Doogie Howser owns it now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> really? Uh, Neil Patrick Harris. Neil Patrick Harris, I think, is is one of the partners that owns it. I yeah, I don't know. I, uh, I'm looking it up right now as we speak. So. Well, maybe see, maybe it's a play on words. It says, at the Magic Castle, our world-famous clubhouse, the Academy of Magical, Magical Arts. Magical Arts, yeah. Yeah, so maybe they're de-emphasizing the Magic Castle portion because the guy was, like, calling it not the Magic Castle, but maybe this uh, Magical Arts thing. So maybe I'm somewhat confused, but they were not calling it the Magic Castle. Well, look, looking at the emblem and everything, this has more of a uh, – and it has here an emblem, 55 years, Magic Castle, 1963 to 2018. But it has more of a Harry Potter look to it all. Well, above it, if you go to the website, they've got the Academy of Magical Arts with an owl. And yeah, it's, that's, it's, that's, it's, I mean, that's exactly what I'm looking at right now. But if you watch the pictures as they flash by, they have an emblem that says 55 years, Magic Castle. Yeah, no, no. It's on every picture as the pictures change. Okay, yeah. yeah, But those are two different, two different pieces right. of art. Interesting. I don't know. I'd have to look up the owner thing. I don't really care, but that you know, he's in. Isn't he in the magic and shit? So yeah, yeah, very big time. The Doog man. Yeah. Anyways, uh, uh, so yeah, I just thought that was somewhat interesting when I heard that they weren't calling it that anymore. Uh, but 
I had a chance to go. I had a card from a guy that worked at Disneyland in the magic shop. And for years I had this as like, I can go, but you know, it was like, it's not black tie, but it's, you know, it's jacket and tie and it just never worked out. Plus it's expensive. And you know, I blew my probably one chance to know somebody that actually could have got me in. And then I, that, that, the paper almost wore out in my wallet. I had it in there so long. I'm like, I don't even know if they'll accept this anymore. <laughs> So, anyways, any other thoughts on uh, uh, the Epcot changes? I like, is, is, do you think the park is suffering from attendance? I mean, what do you think is driving this change? Or has this park just not been touched in so long? I think that's it right there. It's not it hasn't been touched, right? So they let's think let's think of oh. it from an Imagineering centric point of view, right? They've been busy with Star Wars Land. Prior to that, they're busy with. Uh, Cars Land and Buena Vista Street. Um, I just so, saw here Neil Patrick Harris is on the board of directors of the uh, castle. Um, okay. uh, some stuff for um, oh, then Hong Kong, right? Hong Kong taking up all their time. So Hong Kong, I don't want to say finished because you know they're never finished, but you know they're done for now. And, yeah, well, I guess and, the big question is, did it need something? I think so because. Just like Disneyland, Epcot's not a museum. No, I totally right? agree. And what's the last major change that you can really think of in, in Epcot? What stands out to you? Is it like, wow, yeah, they just did that? Nothing. Yeah, exactly. Um, may, well, Soren well, was, okay, to adding, me, the add, last big thing I can remember yeah. that was added oh, to another. Oh, I'm sorry. There, I, I take that back. Norway was new and had just opened my first trip there. Okay, well, yeah, and, and that was recently they 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 changed out that or you know uh, revised it to a frozen frozen after which yeah. wasn't actually Norway, right? Well, it's Norway influence. It's or the Norse Norse, Norse mythology. Okay, uh, yeah, it's okay, fine. You know, you you got to put you know seats, you know, butts in the seats, as I like to say with attractions. You can't; they're not. If they're not drawing people, you got to do something. And Epcot, you know, Future World did feel dated to me because, and part of it's simply because they weren't really pushing future. It's like, okay, here's our attractions. Communicore was a joke. And you said they're tearing half a Communicore down, or they're just repurposing half a Communicore? No, you West look at that picture, they're, they're ripping the west side down, and that's where all your wandering nature trail and the double decker outdoor. Singapore-looking restaurants going. Wait, wait. I thought we just discussed that this restaurant was next to, um, or that's a different restaurant. Different, next to, different. It's different. Yeah. Communicore West, gone. Ripped out. Can be made into a nature area, right? And if you look, there's a there's one piece of art. You kind of got to dig for it because the uh, Disney blog site's down for whatever reason. But there there's a picture of a, like a restaurant up on stilts. You know, like a white dish sitting on stilts so, that comes, okay. that's influenced by like the same thing in Singapore. There's a place in Singapore that's like that. Well, at, well, the airport's got that. Uh, is it the Singapore airport that because it's like an attraction now, they've had to like make sure that, you know, because you can't go past uh, where you show your ticket, right, to get to a boarding. Well, that's that's isn't that you because know, of terrorism, not because of. Right, right, but this airport's got so like that cool water feature that like it's like a funnel, 
you know, coming down in the center. I don't know if you've seen the pictures of this thing. It's, it's I see it on Instagram all the time with the travel people, but it, it's pretty spectacular. But the locals just like to come and hang out there. So you, you had to make it so they could get into the portion that's really cool. And there's like, I think, walkways and uh, and all that. I forgot what it's called. You see, I was looking at still looking at the present Google overshot, and there's nothing being tore down on Communicore. So I didn't know which picture you were looking at. I'm looking at this main this main picture. It's like uh, where? Oh, here I'll throw it in the. Uh, I'll throw I mean, it. what 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 site's it on? I just typed a Google search for Epcot change artwork. Oh, oh, okay. That's and, that's a good. And then uh, the first picture is. Like over the parking lot, looking southeast, you got the, you know, you see Spaceship Earth there. You can see that the rocks have been taken away. And if you look about halfway back, you know, you can see where the, where the two Interventions buildings are. One is still standing. One is gone. It's all green. And you can So did, did, didn't we know somebody that spent the money to put their name on that rock? Did they give people a chance to reclaim their... I have no idea. I know that I when if, I know that when you when we contemplated doing it, they said they only guaranteed they'd be there for ten years. So, now yeah, I'd, I'd, then, have done, then, I'd have done a design anyway, but still. Yeah, I get. I almost thought about buying the you know the the walking stone, but with my luck, it'd be like you know right outside the uh, restroom or right outside where they keep the dogs and they pee. You know, <laughs> so. <laughs> All right. Do, do you have this picture up yet? Uh, sorry, no, my. Is this the big large picture of everything? Well, I see where- like I said, it's it's like you're floating over a parking lot. Your view is southeast. Yeah, it's it's very it's very similar to the original artwork that was okay. done back in eighty one eighty two. So, but you can see that the West Interventions building is all gone. It's all I green. See that. Yeah. So if you yeah. look towards World Showcase, you can see like a a a, a whole bunch of green with like a little searchlights popping yeah. out of the top of it. That, yeah. That's a raised planter restaurant that's like, you know, 40 feet in the air. Oh, I see it. It's right there in the center. Well. Yeah, th- this picture does not enlarge. I'm trying to get one. That, I, uh, I just did the search you did. and then... I found one that's. Uh... Yeah, it says Epcot Garden on the map just below that. I found one that's 2000 by 1125. I, I just I, I just did my own search. That's that's uh, I've seen I found another one. Yeah, the entrance where they show a bunch of just trees and flowers. So I guess what the idea that um uh, our future is the planet, so we'll do these um uh like walking areas and stuff is the future or nature trails, I don't know. I don't know, dude. Hell. And I see, oh, I see your statue with Walt kind of sitting on a, like a raised curb thing. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, so it's a you can nice sit, enough statue. So you can sit all. on either side of him if you wanted to. Ooh, yes. Put your arms around him. Get the whole family in there. Uh, but yeah, I, I did notice, Richard, and maybe that's that might have been on uh, Lou's page too, and I overlooked it because at a quick glance, it looks like opening day artwork that's yeah, you know, all the all the old books and stuff i have yeah. very well very well done i i, I got to say that's uh i i'm wondering if they're going to try to make spaceship earth color and glow and sparkle like 
we're seeing in one of these photos because this this is my this is the flip side of um, architecture and architecture artwork and I think what sometimes becomes misleading is working with light and playing with it and it never looks like this in real life you know when you get there you know because they're totally controlling your environment what i find interesting about this is when i look at um test track it looks like test track is going over water and we know back there it's like a parking lot it's very unsightly yeah um I try to distract see, you by putting some, you know, cars down there inside the yeah. inside the ninety two seventy. Just take a look over the west side behind Britain and Canada, and we know it's all back in that way. So yeah, I mean, they kind of give you something behind China that it looks like some kind of development, maybe the hotels, but yeah, it's a lot of it's a lot of lying and artwork. Um, but so I see that tower by uh, Mission Space. Yeah, that's the that's supposed to simulate the. Elevator to the sky or whatever they call it. I can't remember what they're but calling it. Mo- most likely you're eating at that little that yeah. little disc I see at the bottom, but you're supposed to feel like you've gone all the way up or something like that. Sure, because when you sit in the restaurant, you're looking down at Earth from, you know. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, a, that's kind of a cool idea. But, yeah, this well, the no communicore on the uh, said west side. That is that is interesting. But I see that elevated restaurant. I don't know. This looks kind of cool. It's going to be feel different. But there is, does oh maybe that's the back of Spaceship Earth. Um, when you exit, there's like this lump behind it. And that's probably yeah. what that is. But yeah, it looks like the you know all those shops they have like the Disney collectible crap that was on the right and all that stuff. So I there guess was no the, shops. Are the shops on the other side? No, no, no. Mouse, there was a sh- mouse there was a, there was a shop on the west side. We bought something expensive. Oh, there's an art. Yeah, there's expensive art shop. You're right. Yeah, but uh, um, Club Cool out. Oh yeah, all oh, that. I thought. Nor Beverly for you. I personally thought Club Cool was. Come on, free soda. Really? Yeah, but you get it down was... on it like that, free soda. Well, yeah. it went. From, it went from you had to walk through the the little you know, let's say pre-show, to and eh, just <laughs> bypass it. We'll leave the little snowmobile out there, and uh, you know. And I gotta say, the last time I was in there was right after I left Atlanta when I was at the Coca-Cola Museum. So it. Really yeah, yeah, I was like, didn't yeah, mean anything yeah. there, so. It does look like, though, in front of uh, the health pavilion or whatever's going to be the play pavilion now, uh, it sounds like a babysitting area to me. There's some new artwork or something that looks like they're – if this art if this art stands, they're clearing out a lot of foliage so you can actually see the pavilion. But, again, that's – you know, the, again, being in this business for a long time, I've seen how guys lie um, – in their artwork, they stretch buildings to make it kind of look bigger and, you know, with perspective and all that. Um, so, but yeah, okay. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, you know, it's a wait and see. I'm not thrilled, but you know, change needs to come at some point. The park did seem not so futuristic and they weren't really yep. up in the future part. So you got to do something, I guess. It, it was becoming very stagnant. And quite honestly, the change you're asking the question about, you know, memorable changes. I think that's the key phrase. The changes they did make were not memorable. And in my mind, like with the living seas were kind of crap. I mean, well, you know, I'd say the uh, people that like, like Nemo, you know, the, for the kids, I think I, I see some very excited kids in there. I, I think it's working for them. 
I don't know about the rest. That's a restaurant I still have not eaten in that I'd like to. Um, I oh, mission space. I, okay, if you really talk about a teardown, rebuild of a pavilion, uh, mission space, maybe test track. I really, I like test track, but I really like World of Motion. So that was kind of a disappointment to me. But Test Track is fun. But, you know, Mission Space I loved. I know it hasn't gone over real well with the public. They have to make a, a wuss version and a regular version of it. Um, but that's that's the big that's the big teardown, rebuild, or brand new, only brand new thing I can think of in quite a while. Otherwise, it's like, okay, we'll add, right, we'll add soaring to this attraction. We'll kind of change Norway's to frozen well you know it's a little tack-ons you know yeah. even even energy kind of lost its feel when they put ellen in there and i know she was popular at the time they put her in there but i think it did it there's you know they got rid of education and yeah, kind of did a disservice with it all well you know maybe education wasn't working you know it was a nice idea come we, on really you know what education what? wasn't working no it, it yeah, I, I, well, no, uh, not uh, how they call it. Fun, you know, edu edutainment. Edutainment wasn't really working. Yeah. I don't think I liked it, but see, you know, we we saw it when it opened, or pretty close to when it opened, and it was new, it was exciting. Thirty years later, do the kids care? You know, their their attention's got to be, oh. you know, get you know, grabbed that, in a that, different way. I think that goes into some of the discussion we've had in the past with trying to stay ahead into the future and it does get tiring and when you know we talked about it prior when we were talking about disneyland tomorrowland the day they back in 96 97 when they just flat out gave up and they said well we're just going to go into like discovery land we're going to put this retro steampunk style tomorrowland out there um and that would have been fine if they actually did it correctly but they did a half-assed job at it which is painting they didn't really carry it through like i am i would be okay for getting like a george jetson type you know tomorrowland where it's 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 kind of fantastic from, but it's so fantastic yeah. right there's like and, it, and, it, and yeah. it's through the whole area or like i for a long time didn't i say why don't we just move star wars into there or move star trek into you know you create it so it feels like the future but you don't have to keep ahead of yes you know what we're doing today which doesn't see, I don't know, from when I was a kid in the 60s into the 70s, you know, the space program seemed really futuristic where, you know, hey, we'll go to Mars, we'll do that. Now, I don't see, even in society, I don't see anything that feels real futuristic. I mean, Tesla's trying yeah. with his cars and his rockets, but, you know, I don't know. There's not that fantastic jump that I'm, I, I saw well, from like a kid in the 60s and today. It's, it's a whole attitude right now because we had that bright, you know, not to be trite, but we had that big, beautiful tomorrow for us. But today, everything that's futuristic tends to be dystopian and post-apocalyptic. Uh, there is no bright, beautiful tomorrow for us to look forward to. So, you know, It's yeah. funny about that. I've been watching this series called the, the Book of Secrets, America's Book of Secrets. And they just did a show on the serial killers. And they're like, why does America disproportionately have more serial killers and it's not about guns it's not about this or that but what about our society and they talked about how we in film we kind of glorify and they started showing pictures of like texas chainsaw massacre uh you know you pick what it, you know again when we were kids the good guy always won yep 
And now, not so. The anti-hero is a very popular thing. In the '60s, something like Breaking Bad would, or even '70s, maybe '80s, Breaking Bad wouldn't have worked because well, the bad guys winning. The bad you you felt symphony or sympathy for for Jesse. You know, did Jesse get away? Did Jesse survive? You know. Well, let's uh, let's let's clarify that whole anti-hero thing too, because when we had the original anti-hero, you're talking about someone like Dirty Harry. Yeah, he's the anti-hero. He's the rough, gruff, you know, does does what he wants and everything. But he's still looking for a for justice at the end. He still is going to bring the bad guy to justice and everything. See, and I wouldn't even Dealing call with something like Walter White and Jesse. These are the absolute bad guys. But I see. I wouldn't even call Dirty Harry an anti-hero. He's a hero. He's just he's frustrated with constraints, but he's still the hero. Yeah. Yeah, I, I wouldn't call him an anti-hero at all. I do love his line, though. How how did you know the guy intended to rape her? <laughs> I won't repeat the line, but it's a uh, it, it is pretty funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't think I, I did read something one day or watch something about you know when that that transition to the anti-hero. And they, there was a very when they said it, and I'm like, you know, that really does make a lot of sense. That is kind of the the point where we started to see some things. Uh, change maybe something like um what was popeye doyle um trench uh, connection trench connection yeah. you know French he didn't papa doyle i put him that as was, an anti-hero that was early well, not 70s. him that not him because he was trying to get he didn't get the bad guy again he's, he's kind of like a dirty harry he's 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 he might be rough but he's still the hero right yeah it's when it's when the bad guy you're excited for i mean how many people like darth vader we shouldn't like Darth Vader. Nope. But Darth Vader's got a great following, right? But they he's know he's good... not a hero. He's not ever portrayed as a hero except at the end, right? At the end, they make. Well, he goes I don't know. When he throws the emperor yeah. over the ledge, yeah, he's a hero are, again, right? There are still those that identify with the darker side. Not, I don't mean it in the Star Wars side, but, you know, I mean, we have, you know, I don't want to go back to World War II, but we have people that glorify that, that moron, you know, so. But anyways, you know, so it's a the look of the future is a little different today than we were kids. So I'm thinking maybe some of these changes are long overdue. It's hard to swallow because, you know, of what we grew up with. But I, I'm looking forward to some change. I didn't expect this to be the change. But I guess we can go with the flow and see what happens. Um, you know, but who knows? Maybe it'll be awesome. I wonder, you know, how long it's going to take. You know, in two years, will all this be done? Have you guys seen a timeline of? Uh, they were saying 2021 when yes. I some articles I was looking at. Okay, all right, because I, you know, talking about recent, I think they did a beautiful job on Star Wars Land. Yeah, yeah, no, it's but, immersive as heck. <laughs> it's immersive as heck, but there ain't shit to do um, unless unless you like to look no. by overpriced. I mean, really overpriced uh, Star Wars crap. Well, we'll uh, see what happens when. Uh, January comes along. Yeah, but you know, the one attraction they have is is uh, it's a giant Nintendo game. I mean, it's it's not. I don't. It didn't terrible. draw me. It didn't draw me into it. It actually, well, the pre-show. You know, being in the Millennium Falcon, that's a pretty cool thing. Yeah. You can't you can't deny sitting at the you know the 3D chess table and all that, walking through the corridors. It's kind of like the first time we did the Star Trek experience. It's like, whoa, we're on the Enterprise Bridge. This is freaking cool. But I still think that attraction was better. I think that even though I could see the screen and some angles from the shuttlecraft, that was a decent 
story. Maybe coming back to Vegas the way they did, not so great. But even Star Tours, good story. This one, I'm so distracted by what I'm supposed to do. Yeah, yeah. You have to work. Yeah. We, yeah. You're following some stupid storyline. Um, it's just, stealing something. Uh, you know, yeah. yeah, it's, it's oh, there you go, stealing, right? We're supposed to be the good guys, but we're stealing. But maybe we're stealing from the bad guy. So, you know, you justify that. Uh, I don't know. But yeah. I, it's a great build. So if they build here, like they built the Star Wars stuff, awesome. Uh, the theming is great. It's just, you know, a little weak on some of the, I guess, the, you know, the entertainment portion of it. It's like so much shopping and food and, you know, forget the rest. So do you know what they just announced today? No, I don't. Probably because I don't really keep, unless Lou sends me an email, which I found out wasn't actually Lou. The Galactic Star Cruiser at Walt Disney World Resort, a two-night all-immersive adventure. Come live, Wait, your, come live your very own epic Star Wars story. Well, okay. well I, I thought the Star Wars Hotel was already an announced thing. Yes, but now they're getting ready to start taking reservations. Oh, I see, I see. And, and now there's more information, right? There's, you know, launch pods. Arrive at the terminal, enter a launch pod, blast off into space, and rendezvous with the Halcyon. The Halcyon pod docks, okay? The atrium, discover the heart of the Halcyon, a welcoming place where crew and passengers gather. And the picture shows two stormtroopers, an imperial officer... You know, Chewbacca, and then a bunch of kids running around dressed as Star Wars people. So, wouldn't you think you'd be gathered by the Republic, not the Dark Side? The I don't know. This this is a this is a apolitical spaceship. Apparently, the bridge. Yeah, yeah, you, no. you, you can operate the ship's don't, navigation and defense systems under the crew's guidance. Don't knock the First Order. They are no. here to bring order to chaos. Yeah. So is the Empire. Um, but you know what I hear in a lot of that, my and it, again I'm a little confused in how I'm getting to the hotel. Like I've got to go to this thing and ride into the hotel. But when they say you can do things, usually there's only one or two ports for you to do these things, and everybody's trying to get in there to do it, which means you don't get to. Yeah, yeah. So it's, the majority, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. We'll see more when more comes along. Beginning in 2021, right? Interest. And 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 one of your ports of calls is. The Black Spire Outpost, That's, Galaxy's uh, Edge. Now, okay, I'd have to go back. I'm not going to go back to, to the map, but where exactly is this joint located? I don't know, but to get from Star Wars Galactic Cruiser to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge and back, you'll remain fully in story as you step aboard the transport ships designed specifically for this new immersive experience, which you can see in this artist concept right ring above. So, yeah. Interesting. I, I know that I, I think it was... Um, one of our fans, uh, Zimmer, uh, Pete, he, um, you know, and I know I, I, I try not to be, I'm, I'm sure he knows I'm not arguing with him, but he'll throw something out. I'll throw a counter. He'll throw something off that, you know, I just, I can't help it. I keep going back and forth. And, uh, I think it was him and maybe not. He, he can correct me with a tweet or something if I'm wrong, but the one thing that, you know, Florida was going to get that we were not was going to be this hotel. And I, um, in my mind, that wasn't enough to make me go there, probably for the extra high price that it's going to be. But hey, it might. But so, so you know, if you're looking at the Google Maps, I am. At, okay, so Galaxy's Edge, the Southern yeah. Edge. There's a big pile of dirt moved out of a chunk taken out of the parking lot. It's a real skinny that yeah, real skinny the, portion. But then across, there's a, like a little bridge, and there's more dirt being moved there. Yeah, I that looked like I couldn't tell. It's hard. I'm. I don't see the right shadow lines. I couldn't tell if that was a pit or that was where they were dumping dirt from 
the you know it's it's hard to tell if they're building up. It looks like a pit that was drained. Yeah, well, you know, it's funny you said that because right to the north or yeah to the north side, um, where you have all the the spider webs uh, of um, driveways and turns and you know you've got three ponds and it looks like there might have been a fourth. It looks like a like a bunch of like a forest, but maybe that's but it's in a weird shape like. Did that used to be water? Is that what it was like before they cut everything back? Um, Good question. It's right. It's right north of Rock and Roller Coaster. Um, so yeah, and then I was looking at the there's some um, pit oh, and drainage stand going of on. Trees. Yeah, I see the stand of trees you're talking yeah. about. There's a pit. There's a pit and drainage going on um, on the west side of World Drive, and then there's some kind of little parking lot multiple little buildings i'm not really sure what kind of maintenance facility or you know gas tanks or what the hell's going on at that little yeah i see what you're talking about little t-shaped place um so yeah it's what it's be interesting to see where this place is i could actually see it being on the the west side in that bigger location and then maybe that one on the right is some kind of connecting port. But that means it'd have to go over or under the freeway, which is probably not smart. So, yeah, it's probably this one behind. But then where is the, you know, where do you enter it from? Where do you service it from? Where's the parking lot? Or maybe one's the parking lot, one's the hotel. Who knows? You know, I noticed there was also work going on where the uh, bus stops are. Uh, there was a bunch of dirt. And I don't well, know. That, that was to make way for the. Uh... Oh, that sky tram or whatever? Yeah, yeah. The Skyway. So they moved the they moved the. Uh... I you know I do find that ironic. You know they took them both out of the parks and now they're building a new really big, humongous complex one. Yeah. Um, you know, and remember back in the day there was, there was supposed to be just so much more monorail connecting all these joints. Uh, that never happened, which I was always disappointed because I'm a huge monorail fan. And this couldn't have been cheap, right? No, I'm sure it's not. But if it moves people and and takes some relief off the bus system, uh, I think it's you know well needed. It's over some some other way of getting around is is um, is still needed. You know the, the I've had success, pretty good success, I think, with the the bus system. I, there is always exceptions to the rules. Uh, one being when I was at you know here, I thought I was you know doing pretty good. I was at top of the world. I was. At the Grand Floridian, thought the bus service would be a little better. Nah, yeah, nah, screw you. It's it. Sometimes it felt it felt worse. Like you know, you you go to the Magic Kingdom really quick, right? But if you wanted to go to the studio, and sometimes I felt like it was taking freaking forever. By the way, Mike, though, monorail station right there to the Magic Kingdom. So right there. I said not to the Magic Kingdom. I said somewhere like the you studio. Go Magic. No, that's one, but I, no, I'm I'm just saying you, you know if you wanted to go to the Magic Kingdom it was real close. So. Oh yeah, that was that was easy peasy. Um, you do know, Mike, my my fellow veteran, that every year I just maybe I knew this and forgot it. They announce like um, certain military deals, or they or they set aside certain rooms for the year, uh, in addition to the Shades of Green Resort. And I don't know, you know, what qualifies you. Simply a vet. You have to be a disabled vet. Um, something to check out before you make your next trip. You know, you might be able to stay at Shades of Green or uh, get into one of the the cheaper, you know, thought, veteran rooms. I thought Sage of Green was for active duty guys. I don't know. That's I, it's what I yeah. You better tack that on. Yeah. Uh, something to check out because I saw some travel agent person 
Disney something like uh, an email or something like that. Like, oh, Disney just announced uh, their military deals for the year. You better get them before they're gone. So I don't know what the the deal. I've never checked it. Never even thought about it in the past. I've never been. Uh, I've never been. Because uh, you know, Shades of Green was the golf resort. My first trip, yes. first few trips out there. It's called the Disney Inn. Well, it was a Disney golf resort. When I was, I don't think it was called Disney Inn at the first time I was there. Um, but anyways, I don't know. You know, some 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 work to check out. Um, uh, so, do you want to do you want to rant about your Disney Plus while we close this up? Or sure, well, it, it'll be quick because it's not a rant so much as it as I, I I'm just like an oh my god. Remember we talked about. Um, what we would watch, like what would be the first thing we'd watch? Yes. Second things, maybe. Yes. I've went looking for a lot of crap that's just not there, and I, I don't get the the what's there, the what's not there um, stuff. Like, okay, so the, the uh, strongest man in the world, the computer who wore tennis shoes, both there, but now you see me, now you don't. Not there. It's the same genre. Of films, actors, directors, the whole nine yards. Oh, that's right. Where he he became invisible, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And and water and water, <laughs> water made it go away. Yeah. Yeah. Take and that rag were, off your hand. I can't. Yeah. There's something on it. Well, wash your hands. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then there's the uh, the one with uh, Dick Van Dyke where he meets up with like mob guys. I can't remember the name at the moment. Oh, it's one of my favorites. Yeah. Oh. Uh, um, not there. So it's like there's a lot here, but there's not a lot here. You know, not you know a dull I, moment. Not a, that's it. And then I, I gotta say, I'm even. I went to watch. Um, what did I say when I was at gym? I was watching the uh, Clone Wars. And there, it's it's all of these. What do you want to call them? These um, advisories. You know, so go to contains, detail. Contains right? outdated, yeah, depictions of whatever, yeah. Uh, this one actually didn't say. Why does this Clone War not say? Maybe it was a Clone War movie, and it said, uh, "Was it the uh, maybe depictions of tobacco?" Yeah. Well. <laughs> oh my! Why you laugh? Do they smoke a lot? In no. The first 20, one? Twenty thousand leagues under the sea. Same same warning. because oh. they smoke yeah. sea, they smoke seaweed cigars. Right. You know, it's, are our kids such snowflakes that we have to warn them, or an adult for that matter? That someone might be seen smoking, it's yes. still a it's still a legal thing, you know. So yeah, the, but they smokers, say are, these, smokers are made to be second class citizens. So well, yes, we do know that. Uh, but yet on uh, the Mandalorian, there's no warning. There, there's nothing yet. Let's see, the first movie, the first episode, they cut a guy in half. People are getting killed left and right. There's no violent warnings, but hey, Darby O'Gill and the little. It's PG thirteen, isn't it? Isn't it rated PG thirteen? Uh, there's no PG thirteen on TV. It would be uh, what do they call TV PG? TV PG is it or PG? I'm looking at it right now. It doesn't even oh TV fourteen. Thank you. But it doesn't give any uh, the other warning like Darby O'Gill and the Little People may contain outdated cultural, stereotypes, cultural references. Reference. What in Darby O'Gill and the Little People? Leprechauns aren't real, so if we misdepicted them, who gives a flying <laughs> fuck, right? Yeah, Please. but but little people. And there it is. But we little, got two hours into the show before Greg dropped. No, them. he <laughs> dropped an F bomb like way at the beginning. Uh, I dropped three or four of them uh, this time. But little people—that's a term we use for you know—that's what we call midgets now because we can't call them midgets anymore. We call them little people. 
Well, so, we, we so, can get technical. They're dwarves, midgets, or yeah, I'm just saying the the politically correct way to refer to people of, of that nature is to call them little people. Okay. So okay. Darby will give little people connotates. You're going to see midgets and dwarves and whatnot. And what you're seeing is fake leprechaun. I don't know. I, I'm just saying, you know. I I just find some of this stuff. <laughs> Disney has become so freaking politically correct. I almost want to puke. I mean, it's just, it's it's like beyond the pale. It's it, cheaper it's than so, hiring lawyers, though. What the, you know. This stuff is frivolous. It's, I mean, if people would, um, but what what I don't get is sometimes right when you pull up a, a movie, um, let's say, okay, one of the big ones that came up, right, we were talking was Pinocchio, or not Pinocchio, Dumbo. Um, okay, so when I was on Pinocchio just a second ago, Pinocchio says nothing, it's family, it's fantasy, wooden boy yearns to be a real puppet. But when I go to Dumbo, tells what it's about seat details for advisory so this must be a heinous film let's <laughs> see you know it's uh outdated culture depictions tobacco use i know for con- sure t- contains tobacco depictions this program is presented as originally created and may contain outdated cultural depictions and and even that thing where it says this program is presented as originally created i think i was watching or starting to watch before i fell asleep um, uh, what was the guy that played in the early um, uh, Planet of the Eight movies? Of, um, Roddy, Roddy McDowell. Roddy McDowell. He's in one Bull with Gri- Bull Whip Griffin, and it, it had one of these disclaimers. But then it said something about it's been edited for broadcast or something. And I'm like, wait, well, th- this doesn't make sense. You know, okay, was it a TV serial one where they've edited? Like, well, you know how they used to say, we've edited it for commercials and whatever when you got a full link. fit in this yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it kind of had one of those kind of uh, dealios. But let me see if I just put Bull Whip, Adventures of Bull Whip Griffin. And I can't remember if it was a movie or a serial. Uh, so it's called TVPG. So, I don't know, Western Family Comedy Action Adventure. See details for advisory. So... This program presented is originally created. It may contain outdated cultural depictions. But then when I started to play it, it had something else come up. Even the Castaway Cowboy had warnings. I'm like... Settle down. We, Settle down. I, it's okay. It's just... Just watch this stuff and be happy. Yes. Be happy. Well, actually, I'm a little disappointed that a lot of the stuff I want to watch isn't even here. Really? A I'm lot? Fi- I'm finding I'm finding that already I'm almost run out of things to watch. Uh, I'm going to watch Clone Wars, and maybe you said that Rebel one would fill me in on yes. some of the stuff in Star Wars yes. land. Yes, um, I'm watching Mandalorian. I'm it's finally getting going a little bit. I thought the first two three episodes were a little on the slow side. Um, and I'm you know curious about the little Yoda. Uh, and at that, we're going to stop because I haven't seen it yet. Oh, my gosh. You just spoiled, Richard. Oh, my gosh. It's been. <laughs> it's, not, it's not like it's not. Oh, all over my the... gosh. It's all over the Internet. Yeah, there's memes, memes about and everything. <laughs> have you have you really been unspoiled to this point, Richard? Surely you've heard. And don't call me Shirley. Sure. OK. <laughs> I'm certain you've heard by now what's going on. You could not remain unspoiled. I am unspoiled. Oh. Well, you, 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 you've been. That's too bad. Yeah, it's too bad. You killed it for him. 
Yeah. Anyways, it's getting a little more interesting. Let's just put it that yeah, way. Yeah. You know, some of the lore of the Mandalorian. But yet he said something the other day, like, uh, I, it would make me think that, well, is he really Mandalorian? Because he said something about, you know, my, my parents were killed. They took me in. So I'm like, who took him in? The Mandalorians or some Mandalorians took him in? Like, he's got not his real parents. He grew up with other parents. You know? Yeah. Um, and there's some people so, out there uh, supposing that, the never take the helmet off. This is the way stuff is like a sect or a tribe. It's yeah, like, it doesn't yeah. apply to all the Mandalorians we've seen so far. So yeah, it's like their their religion. Yeah, is, uh, to do that. And then it first confused me if if that girl was was Republic or um, Empire at first, but I think she was Republic, right? Like shock trooper yeah. or something. They yeah, called her out. As yeah, she was. A, yeah, she was a badass. But uh, yeah, More spoilers so I, for Richard. Sorry. Yeah, it's interesting to see where he. You know what the the. the Wait, we Richard, could did, never... you, did you give him your main gate pass so you can get Disney Plus for free? Uh, no, I'm keeping my main gate pass. <laughs> uh, there's course, a lot of things of we could never talk about because, you know, you know, he could turn it on for $70.99 one month and probably catch up with what's gone on. Turn, I mean, you know. Well, you got to wait till all the episodes drop before you do something like that. Yeah, I guess that would be best. Um, well, let me ask I, you this, Richard. Have you, has your family, anybody in your family subscribed to it? Not yet, no. We're talking about probably uh, subscribing to it once we, in a couple more weeks, when I actually get some time off for some stuff. So oh, Okay, all right. They don't even have, well, last I talked, they were using their daughter's Netflix. He didn't even have Netflix. It's like, who doesn't have Netflix these days? <laughs> or Hulu or, you know. Luddites uh, don't. Lud well, he spends his time reading a thing called a, a, a paper um, and watching the news rather than being well, entertained. I can, watch the, I can get behind the news, but the newspaper industry is toast. It is, but I find a news toast. I try to, you know, like I, have to, Wall Street I, have, Journal. I have to look around at a lot of different places to get news these days because even the ones you think you like are so slanted. Uh, you you, gotta, gotta, you, know, you, you know. need multiples, or I agree. Oh, yeah, exactly. All right, so uh, that's what I always say. Are we, are we in the weeds now? Yeah, we. I think we're is all it, over in the weeds. Is it time? What's the time? I don't know. The no, time no, I'll say, is it time to do something like this? Yes. Well, the, you're in control. Anytime yeah. you want to end the show, all well, you do is push that button. There you go. Do you hear it? I hear it, so it's so time to say goodbye. It's time to wrap it up and say goodnight and uh, thank everybody for listening. That's right. Live long and prosper. See you next time. <laughs> Good night. <laughs>